the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 325 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. That's right. We're calling this one rest and repeat for very obvious reasons. We get to rest. And of course, our goal is to repeat. So there we go again. Let's do this. Let's run it back. Feeling good, even though it was a weird game. Who cares? We still got through the playoffs. You don't have to be pretty. You just have to be effective. Well done, boys. On to the next. Of course, we've all got eyes on the next uh, match for Seattle uh, against Dallas. They went to game three. That's tomorrow, folks. Or today, if you're listening in the daytime pod. Um, so we'll have our, our eyes on that one for sure, following what happens, of course. How does it play out for us? Dallas wins, and we host. Seattle wins, and yeah, we got to go on the road again. So uh should be interesting. Of course, this is back at Seattle's house. We'll cover it a little bit more uh, because there are some interesting side stories related to that match where um, both sides, by the end of it, could be very... Um, Let's see. Let's just say guys will be out of the lineup uh, if things play out the way they normally do between those two teams. So that's how it goes. All right. Of course, before we get into the match and and how we did on the day, let's introduce our crew. We've got Aristelli, we've got Tony, and we've got Bam. Aristelli, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, especially with sporting events into the next round. I I think we were kind of in a little bit of shock with that one, to be honest. But otherwise, everything else has been good. You know, just catching up on some much-needed sleep. And, yeah, I'm just getting ready for Thanksgiving, which is crazy to think. It's going to be here very soon. I mean, we just got through an amazing Halloween and right back into the mix here for, for the next holiday. And before you know it, we're talking Christmas. It's it's And, of course, MLS Cup playoffs playing into December. So, yeah, there's so much going on for us at this point. Um, yeah, right? Holiday time, people. Uh, Tony, how are you doing tonight? I, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm doing pretty well. I'm sorry, I was muted for a second. I was looking up some other stats. Um, doing pretty well. Not surprised about sporting because, uh, like, they're one of those teams that when it comes to playoffs, they know what they need to do and they know the grind of it. Same thing with Seattle, same thing with Portland. Like these are teams that if you face in the playoffs, do not expect an easy game from them. They know how to grind it. They know how to play playoff play, playoff football. So other than that, just waiting on seeing if we play Dallas and we play Dallas or we play Seattle. So home or away this is what I'm waiting for. Yeah. You know, are, are we booking flights or are we, uh, Hosting a tailgate. Uh, it's 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 very interesting. Are we doing a TIFO? I don't know. Um, again, a, a lot of things are are pending Friday night, right? Um, and it's just a big waiting game at this point. We'll see. We we'll see how that one shakes out. Um, I'm just thankful we're not going through the stress of a third game. It's it's good news for us. Bam, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. Um some big changes are afoot for me. Um, but this time next week, I'll be halfway between Australia and New Zealand on a cruise. So looking forward to that. He's invading New Zealand, people. There it is. With a mimosa in hand. If anybody deserves it, it's Bam. 
It's bam, dude. I'm happy you're going, man. Uh, we do want to see the pictures, sir. And uh, no, you don't have to podcast next week. You were free, sir. So uh, good on you, man. Love it. You did it. Hey, uh, Tony, what shirt are you wearing, man? It looks pretty cool. Um, it's a LA. It's a hundred thieves. Uh, I think it's their playoff jersey or one of their playoff jerseys. I think it's for the Valorant team. So when they went to Worlds, nice. So. Better than half the MLS teams. It looks good, man. Looks good. Of course, this is officially Call of Duty Day. Um, as I was logging on, realizing the boys were playing. Is it Call of Duty? Yeah. No, Modern Warfare. Modern no, Warfare, it's Call of Duty. Right? It's Call of Duty Modern yeah, Warfare 3, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. They were all busy going on. Obviously, I get it. We're probably all going to be on there by the end of the night. It's just how it plays itself out. Good on you guys. Have fun with that one. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. Let's get crazy with this thing. So, of course, we go over to Vancouver. Um, concern all around, right? Because playing on playing on turf ain't our favorite thing in the world. Wondering about lineup switches. Concerns over that. Who can play? Who can't play? Who's going to get the rest? Guess what? Not many surprises except for one. I'm going to say one. Uh, that I was like, really? But it happened. So, basically, the lineup was as follows. We had Cripo and Goal. We had Long and Mario. I think all of us were kind of not surprised there, right? Chiellini on turf, not a good vibe. Um, Hollingshead and Palacios, of course, got the start. Tillman, Acosta, Sanchez in the midfield. No big surprise there. Uh, Olvera, Boanga, no surprise there. Oh, yeah, Gonzalez in for, for Vela. What? Yeah, that happened. Um, not that anybody noticed except for one major play. But he was in the lineup. He made it back in. Uh, and so I think a few people were concerned, right? What? What is this? Are we hedging our bets? Kind of, sort of, right? Um, you kind of expect it on the turf. We're not going to risk Vela either. So this is what we did. Of course, emergency needs are emergency needs. People will play. Now, the other side, slightly different. I mean, they went more def- like a, a counter style. But basically, they had uh, Takaoka and goal. Uh, Blackman, Veselinovic, and Laborda in back. Again, no surprise there. Kubas played as a defensive midfielder. You had Vite and Ahmed. No surprise there. Uh, Adekube and Lorea on the outside. No surprise there. Uh, and then up top, Gald and White. So there you go. Looks a little different on paper, but it all kind of shakes out the same as the game plays itself out, which it did. Uh, and... You know, let the games begin. It was rather interesting, a, a tough one, that's for sure. Uh, Tony, let's get the highlights and the lowlights here. Kick it off, man. Um, so as you all know, this was the win of a one nil uh win by LAFC in in a very rare win on turf, as you also know, because turf is hard to win on for us, and it's our one of our kryptonites. But in the 24th minute, we got a goal from a penalty which was the only play that Mario was part of is by the foul of um, a former LAFC player, Mr. Tristan Blackman. Thank you very much for letting us get that goal penalty and pushing us forward into the next round without playing a third game. Um, Overall, that was pretty much the ongoing battle. We had pretty good control over the ball. So did Vancouver. Of course, they played on this field almost the time. Max was the MVP of this game. Fortunately, saving multiple balls that could have gone in. He just had a stellar performance. And 
in the second half, it was the same thing again. Max with a key save at the end, but also a never knew this rule again. It's weird for the offsides, but it, Mr. Buanga got called offsides from a uh, a pass from uh, from Vela for the assistant. And I guess the rule is you have to have two defenders in the back if the goalkeeper is not there. Which again, I thought it was just you need to have someone behind the line. But again, I don't know. As a forward, I never realized that rule. Maybe. They've changed it over the years, or it's always been like that, and just I've never heard it. But other than that, um, Max again. After that, Max had one cl good clear save, which could have gone in, but Max had a stellar performance on that save, and we end up taking the win and moving on forward and waiting for Seattle and Dallas to finish, so we know where we're going. There it is. Now the offside rule. I'll just jump on here. Even FIFA gets it right. If you play FIFA or EAFC, even they get it right with the two behind. MLS refs, not so much. Um, yeah, it's clear cut. I mean, I've seen goalkeepers run forward in the middle of a game before. Like, what in the hell is he doing? Because they read what's happening. As a goalkeeper, I've had this moment happen to me before where a, a, a shooter squares up on me. Um, and I rushed him instead of, of hold for the shot because he was already looking for the back post pass and he was dumb enough to make the pass worked out for me um it, it's an old rule it's been there but yeah i guess i guess not everybody remembers it really weird um i know that the manager for for vancouver knew the rule uh yeah very obviously everyone in the building seemed to know the rule uh all thirty thousand of them to show up for us uh congrats on that on your record crowd um we tend to do things like that uh, <laughs> people like to watch us play it's okay um yeah i get it i get why they were angry it made perfect sense there was of course other controversy as well in this game um one involving mario taking out the goalie not once but twice um what the hell was that uh and uh they had one where they could have snapped somebody on a play it was could have been a red card for them so there was some physicality there was some controversial calls to make hard calls to make I honestly do believe, and I think Tony, you don't, you probably agree with me. We are lucky to end this game with 11 players under the circumstances here. Um, it bothered me uh, when it happened. I'm not going to lie. I know who the player is. I get it. It ain't about that. It's, it's class in the game and, and just kind of things you don't do, right? Rules written and unwritten. There's things you don't do and he did it. So that kind of stank, but uh, I'll throw it back to you, Tony. Your thoughts. I mean, should he been should have a red card been tossed at that point? Or card at the least, it was just um, very frustrating. But again, this whole game was very frustrating for on both sides. Um, yeah. We'll just yeah. let the uh, elephant in the room. I forgot to mention it, but it's one of those things that it's part of the game. Uh, the referee ended up screening one of Vancouver's players off that goal miss offside goal which again he's part of the field to play now if the now everyone says it should be a dead ball but the, the dead ball rule is technically when the ball hits the referee and it affects the game that doesn't affect the game he's a player on the field and if he gets hit if he gets hit or blatant screen someone that's 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 what happens unfortunately that's football that's how it goes sometimes you get calls your way sometimes you get you know luck on your way because at the end of the day that's what it is it's 
football is about stats being at the right place at the right time, but it's also about luck. You know what I mean? You have to get lucky in those right moments. And, you know, unfortunately, we got unlucky in that moment. Uh, I, to me, it's just poor officiating. His positioning on the play was really odd. I mean, why would you be right in that action area? I have no idea. Um, yeah, just another moment of MLS refereeing at its best. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I get it both ways on this. I think if I was the man in the middle in that moment and I did what I did, I would have probably called for the drop as well. Um, just, yeah, you're, you're bringing the game into ill repute, right? I mean, you're taking out a player and affecting the game directly. It's bad news. Um, Bam, your thoughts on this, on the crazy calls and all the controversy first, in this match? First up, I'm going to say we need more managers like Vanny Satini. The way, the, the, the way he... Mm -hmm. He went on, and rightfully so. He had all right to. Yes, he deserved the red card, but everything he said, all that kind of stuff, to me, that brought something else into the game that a lot of MLS games are missing. They're missing that character. They're missing that that volatility in in someone like that. And we need more like that in the league because that went global. Like. Yeah. Him going off went global. Like I had some mates in Australia going, "Did you hear about this?" I'm like, yeah, I watched it live. You should have been watching it live too. Seeing stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> seeing stuff like that yeah. makes the game a lot more interesting. Um, do to say, uh, Vancouver's keeper Tatooka had a great game. Yep, he himself had had a great game. Um, how Joseph's mates Gonzalez didn't get sent off, I have no idea because. In the 40th minute, that's not a yellow card, that's a red card. To me, that is a red card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. Um, I did see people now. Question for you guys. What mm -hmm. was your thoughts of Ordez coming on at halftime, then getting subbed off for Vela? For me, that if was, it was the right move. Because you could see that yeah. people were pushing for that equalizer, especially mm -hmm. late in the game. They equalized, we go straight to penalties. I Although he, he has missed penalties in the past, I would still have Vela over Ordaz as a penalty taker at the moment. He's the team captain, mm -hmm. right? He is the guy. He is the face of the franchise. If you're in need, he better be on that field. And if you didn't put him in there and didn't give him time to adjust into the game and we lose this thing, could you imagine, right? He He's... For Dolo, I think it was just a no-brainer. He had to do it. The issue at hand is taking a player into a game and then removing him in the same half. That's pretty rough. Um, you wouldn't be doing that to a 28-year-old veteran. You're not going to do that to an Acosta. But when you're a young kid like Ordaz, he kind of knows where, you know, the pecking order. Um, it stinks. It's it's one of those slights, this unwritten rules, right? It's one of those slights in football to take a guy out within the half he came in. Um, you just don't do these things. But I think in this case, under the circumstances, under this goofball playoff format, another unwritten rule broken, um, you got to do what you got to do to survive in it. And this match called for penalties. If it tied, you cannot take the risk of not having Vela on the field. Just you, you can't. You have to have him there. And Ordaz, let's be honest, he wasn't going to be one of the top five shooters in the penalties. No. And would have been being an eight, said nine too, choice, you know? Yeah. You also look at two. Yeah. The only reason why Ordaz came on at halftime, in my opinion, was 
the moment Gonzalez made a foul, it was a second yellow red card. Plain and simple. You could tell, you knew at halftime, Tim Ford looked back at that and went, that should be a red card. He should be yeah. on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. One more foul, he's gone. So Dollar's like not risking it straight straight away, done. That's the only he reason why Dollar's came on then. The the other thing is, as a player in this game, seeing your goalkeeper get taken out like that, I mean, he didn't get hurt, but dude, the risk, right? That guy's got a mark on his back. He's got a target on his back. He'll have his moment. They will find a way, right? You just don't, you do not go after goalkeepers. Like the thought for me is this as a former goalkeeper, what's stopping Vancouver from going after Max? If that, if that level of respect is now gone, we, we have a goalie on the other side that's got a leg problem, right? A known injury that everyone knows he has. What's stopping them? That's the, that's the road you take when you get into that situation. You're opening that up. So, yeah, I would have taken him out too. You know, you, you got to end that situation. And, and you're right. I think they were looking for a reason. Why wouldn't you look for a reason? You know, it's just it's one of those things. So... It's a tough case, but honestly, his play wasn't really warranting more minutes anyways at that stage. Yes, he earned a good penalty. He did earn the penalty, no doubt. Uh, but outside of that, late on plays, late on headers, not getting a jump on a header, was, that one was bizarre to me. Um, yeah, bring in the kid, get some speed out there, get some counter, get some get, get some good rushes out there and move on. So, yeah, I feel bad for Ordaz, but you got to wonder if it was already decided. Like, hey, guess what? <laughs> if push comes to shove, I'm sure the conversation would have been there. So um, the reaction from him didn't show something otherwise. So we'll take it at that. Uh, Aristotle, your thoughts on the match? I'll be honest. I really did not have a chance to watch the game because, as we all know, LEFC literally started right after Sporting wrapped up. And by the time I left the stadium, I think it was already like halftime. So I probably caught like the last five, 10 minutes when I saw everything going on with um, Vancouver's coach. And even then, I'll admit, I was a little confused. But based on everything that I've heard and seen, it, it does sound like it was one of those controversial matches that could have gone either way. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's how it kind of came off to me. Yeah, I mean, you have to feel as a Vancouver fan, as a supporter, I think as a a casual fan of MLS watching this game that has no skin in the game, there are questions, right? And and it does put a target on our side's back to have a situation like that, right? Um, the accusations will fly, the concerns will fly. Everybody hates us anyways. We get that, but dude, uh, it's just it's not a good look for the league to have that situation. I'm happy because it worked out for us. We're moving on. But in the in terms of football, it wasn't a good look for anybody in the moment. That's for sure. Um, and so, yeah, do better, right? I think that's pretty straightforward. Uh, it was not, yeah, not the best. Um, and I can't blame reactions for being that. I do give Dolo credit, though, because <laughs> he was getting yelled at on the sideline and didn't react. Just played it totally passive. Stuck to his guns, um, didn't have to, right? And then afterward, everybody was was all hunky dory, but um, he didn't he didn't fall for it, right? He didn't get into the mix. He he just stayed out of it and 
remained as respectful as possible. Smart move on his part not to be a part of the show. So good on that. Uh, Tony, any final thoughts on, on the match? Mm-hmm. None at all. Like I said, good. Finally, that we wrapped it up here in Vancouver. Don't have to worry about a game three, which is weird to say again. Um, we move on. We now wait for, like I said, the winner of Seattle, Dallas, and we would have the advantage of resting, but again, we're on a two week international play and then also Thanksgiving break. So really there's no advantage of finishing early. It's crazy, right? Let's be honest. It's crazy. They have to now take three weeks off. Whatever momentum you had is now over outside of just making it to the next round. And so two teams on three weeks rest, nearly three weeks rest, right, are going to go out there in a one-game set and decide it. No matter where they're playing at, who cares? You're, you know, you're out of it. You're out of form, let's be honest. Three weeks of no play? Yeah, that's not great. That's not great. There's nothing, you know, you're, you're trying to get your timing right. You got to wonder if these guys are going to be playing uh, some closed door stuff in, in the meantime, you know, just to keep people fresh and keep an edge on this thing. Uh, but yeah, a long layoff and then we figure out where we're going. But gosh, yeah, it's it, it's it's good for certain injuries that we have on the team, but bad for form, right? It's just not not what you want. It's not ideal. Uh, right, Bam? Hundred percent. You know, we need to keep the momentum going and, and all that, especially with who it looks like we could be playing in the final. Because looking at um, at the moment, there are five teams ahead of us that will host the final before us. Yeah. And there's only there's yeah. only one team in the East that if they make the final that will would host. Who is it? Who is it? Atlanta. Oh gosh! Well, they did look good last game. Uh, they looked right. <laughs> yeah. So at, at the moment, the current list of in order of who would host. Obviously, Cincinnati will get first host of the final if they make it. Yeah. Orlando will get is the second host of the final if they make it. Then you got Columbus, Philadelphia, Seattle, us. Houston, Atlanta, RSL, Dallas. So RSL and Dallas cannot host the final. Right. Right. If, if they if so they make the final and um, they'll go to Atlanta at least. That's way down. Sixth seed is higher than us. It's wild, right? It's just it's just fun fun with MLS. But okay. So at this stage, um, if if we I'm betting, I'm gonna throw the bets down. I have a funny feeling this final is gonna be played in Philadelphia. Oh. I, that's that's where I'm sitting. Revenge match, Philadelphia. If we get past Seattle, yeah, it's a throw down. Um, I just have that M- feeling. M- MLS would cream their pants if that's a final. That repeat the man. I don't know about you guys, but it's going to be absolutely freezing there. But who cares, right? You got to get a ticket. You got to go. If that's if that's how it is, you can't miss that. I mean, let's be honest. The league wants Cincinnati to be there, right? The new boys, the the Flash, or they want Atlanta to be there because, well, it's Atlanta. But 
Um, Orlando, nobody's excited about that. Let's be honest. They're just not. They're just not. Outside of going to, you know, Disney World, I guess that that would be a, a draw. But yeah, I would think that they would want. Yeah, Cincinnati probably first, Philly second, Atlanta third. I'll put it at that. Um, we just got to get, you know, for us, we just got to do our jobs, you know. But for the East, should get should get real, real interesting. Um, especially say since Atlanta's, yeah, I guess Atlanta's. Uh, they got one more match to play if they can get through, right? Um, got to get through Columbus. They're the higher seed after all. Though it didn't look so great for Columbus last match. We'll see what happens there. On our end, again, hosting would be more important. We need Dallas to freaking win. Make life real good for us. That's for sure. Thoughts, ma'am, on that? Well, we just got to keep doing what we're doing and hope everything falls in our way. That, that's how it's got to be. It's playoffs, man. You can't, you know. We, we now know you can't predict it. Thank you, St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Araceli, what cold weather climate would you like to go watch the final in? <laughs> Why do I feel like that's a trick question? <laughs> I, I'm, I wouldn't mind going back to Philadelphia. And if the final happens to be there, personally, for me, it would just be weird because I was in Philadelphia back in January. So I was started the year there. Now I would be closing the year over there. So that it'll be one of those moments, but at the same time, personally, I kind of want it back in LA for the simple fact that I didn't get to go last year. <laughs> simple enough, right? Um, we want it at home too, but man, it's got to fall. It's got to really fall, right? It's got to really play out here. So I'm just curious, but, how are your guys' brackets holding up? I couldn't predict it this year, and I was so angry at the three games set out that I went, forget this. Uh, <laughs> same, same. <laughs> I'm like, to me, it's taxes, man. I, I don't know. Um, I love the football. More football, the better. But this playoff feels like a process, man. I, I, it doesn't have that, that edgy feel to it. It just doesn't because you're like, well, I get a mulligan next week. Like, right, Atlanta? Also, now you're looking right when you weren't looking right after game one. Um, yeah, that's my and vibe. the three week break doesn't help at all, it just kind of takes you out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's fun times, fun times. Um, Tony, your bracket holding up? I'm not even do a bracket, but I <laughs> like I said, I don't care about really the bracket wise, I just I know if who I want to play in the next round and hopefully we can get Atlanta can push, push on through or one of the bottom teams behind that. But other than that, that's the only one, right? Yeah, that's exactly. the only way we get it. If Atlanta goes all the way through, um, I would love to take on Brad Guzon at, uh, at BMO, man, <laughs> that dude's an adventure. Um, I'm cool with that. Have fun with Boongo versus Guzon, man. Let's go. That'd be fun. How many through the legs, man? It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, all good. All good there. All right, cool. Um, let's throw it out to you guys. Um, I see some comments, lots of comments. So uh, let's go for it. Let's see what you guys have to say tonight. You know, we love everything that you guys bring out to this. So let's go. Uh, let's first one on the top. 
uh dave of course hello black and gold familia love it uh he says it's already november 10th in amsterdam so happy birthday marines there you go there you go happy veterans day to everybody um yeah let's see david day with the thumbs up we've got mendo on too we've got q cardi he says what's up people we have we started shopping for a striker yet cough cough uh jamie mclaren uh cough cough can't figure out how we still don't have one dude it's the thing we've never had <laughs> uh, i've got to bring something up with that with the jamie mclaren thing if you go back to around till the a league jamie mclaren had seven 100 passing with seven passes they're all kickoffs for the game they lost six nil all seven of his passes were kickoffs so he didn't even touch the ball he, he did when he when he kicked off he touched when he kicked off from his own half that was it yeah yeah so at, at the okay. at the moment I way too McLaren's playing. I wouldn't take him. Nah, we need somebody younger. Seriously, we need something. So we there's always one missing on our front three. There's always one missing. It's just our history. It's what we're doing again. Um, man. All right, C Junior's on here. He says, "How do we? Who do y'all feel we pair up best against between Seattle and Dallas?" Uh, Araceli, what do you think? I want Dallas. I don't know why. I, I just, I feel like that would be a good match. Well, okay. So, yeah, of course, hosting is the number one reason, right? Two, I mean, lineup matchup. What do you think? Do I say it again? I'm sorry. So, in terms of Dallas's lineup, uh, what what do you like some you know like about us taking those dudes on? Um, I mean, just kind of looking at the last two times that we've played them this season, it's been a little back and forth. I think at the beginning of the year, LSA beat them, and then back in July we lost to Dallas. So I don't know. I I mean, I feel like Seattle's just kind of one of those not a given, but. I like to see yeah. that. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm I'm with you there. Um, I'll add this. Seattle, one, they get the hide on the turf, and it's always nonsense. They get crazy calls in Seattle. They get away with murder half the time. Just ask Dallas and their injured player. Um, also, uh, both of their generals in the mid could be suspended if they do get through because they're on yellow card accumulation. So if they get another yellow against Dallas toast. Um, that would be like Ladero and uh, the Brazilian as I go blank on names. Um, Joe Paulo. There you go. Um, yeah. So dirty play gets you there. And whenever we play Seattle, it's a dirty, it's a dirty game. And I'm not a fan of that, of course, especially on their field. Dallas, on the other hand, at home, Let's go. Let's do it. I think we can take these guys on without a problem. But again, Seattle, you get the little extra nonsense. So there you go. Tony, thoughts? Um, I'd rather have a home game. So I would want Dallas. But overall, matchup-wise, I think you match up a little bit better with Seattle. It's hard. It's hard. It's tough to say that because Seattle is a good playoff team. But the way we match up against Dallas is not ideal. So I would probably (laughs) 
go with Seattle and take our chances up north. Oof. Bam? Um, for me, I want to go for whoever gets the most red cards and the most soft tissue injuries. So if you pulled hamstrings, a couple of quad, slight quad injuries, whoever has the most of those, I'll happily take. Or suspensions. Yes, yes. Those two. Yeah, you, you know, like uh, what I would love to see, 89th minute, four red cards dished out for a little all-in brawlers happening, pushing and shoving, and I'll be happy with that. But not their goalkeeper. We do want to play him. <laughs> he has moments in our stadium, right? <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're playing up there, so, you know. Oh, yeah. But he's see, up what, there, too. He's good for see, one what, we'll, See, what we'll have is we'll have him also get red carded, and their goalkeeper on the bench gets red carded for coming onto the field of play. Have both of them done. And their manager, uh, well, I guess that would yeah. be Ladero yeah. goes yeah. in the goal. Yeah, uh, just, just, have, just have the 89th, 90th minute. All in brawl, a lot of pushing and shoving, one or two punches thrown, nothing really connecting. Yellow, red card for you, red card for you. Just dish them all out. Game's got to be over because they can't field enough players, and we're we're all happy. We just win by forfeit. It's great. No, <laughs> MLS chaos wins the day. Um, yeah, so you heard it here. A lot of guys like Seattle. We're split. We're split. So uh, I just like games at home. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, Mendo says, should we get accustomed to winning 1-0 in the playoffs? No. Uh, straight up, I can't believe we won 1-0. I'm shocked we won with a shutout. In Vancouver, massive stuff. Not typical at all. Um, we tend to allow funky goals. We do, but we score a lot of goals. So, um, I know playoffs get interesting, but we don't have a history of shutouts in the playoffs either. We just don't. We just don't. So it's nice to have a one nothing. It is. I think Dave's in agreement here. He says uh, the one away in the cup is huge. It is huge. We got a big result there. Um, Amanda says, Dave, definitely not only asking because some of us may not like that. Max still looks scared. Crepo showing no fear was awesome to see. Dude, he was comfortable. It was his old house. He played like it was his old house. Uh, no issue there at all. Mendo says, Vela did not play the CONCACAF Champions League in 2020 because of his newborn, but I remember in the final, no one was trying to waste time in corners like Vela did last game. No, nah, the little bit of dark arts never hurt anybody. You got you to do some things, right? You got to get through this game. Um, That's good to see from our guys, too. <laughs> Q Cardi says, uh, we've gotten screwed so many times, and for once, we finally got the other side. Let everyone cry. Cry, cry, cry. Love it. Uh, Dave's not a fan of three-week break. Nobody is, right, Dave? Mendo says, anyone did, didn't did know there are others who despise LAC that much. I just got Twitter and the numbskulls are everywhere. Oh, dude, we are the hated team now. Um, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Again, you're champions, so everyone's going to be a hater. It's how it works. Uh, but there's always been the jealousy. Uh, it is what it is. We kind of came out of the, into this league uh, kicking ass taking names and moving on so we haven't made a lot of friends because of that i'm okay with it if they don't like you it means you're doing good uh dave says mendo agree max do look solid very confident yep yeah this was also a good one from mendo he says uh this series would be vancouver with set pieces not something i would have guessed no we're typically bad with that or not 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 above average that's for sure um it's nice to be now. It's cool. 
that moment I, and in this moment i just realized that bam's wearing a cypress hill shirt and that's just like what nice dude well played well played uh all right so those are the comments i see thank you guys uh well done all all right let's move it on forward to community news tony 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 what you got for us man um nothing much on the side of community news because again we'll be off for three weeks for mls but i was able to find um project paper bag which is going to be on november 19th at boomtown brewery at 10 30 a.m sharp um join us in making care packages for those in need this event will be held outdoors so please do not attend if you feel any symptoms of illness if you uh, uh, are planning to attend, please fill out the volunteer form. Uh, we'll put it in one of our stories for a link in the bio if you want to join this. Uh, you're welcome to drop off, or uh, any drop-offs are appreciated from 10.30 to 11.30 at the curbside. Um, what we're looking for is hygiene products, water, snacks, and PB&J supplies. So that's something to give back for, you know, Thanksgiving. Um, but overall, that is all I have on community news besides, of course, the Mo Facio futsal court that still needs to be built. Um, if you want to make a donation, go to lafc.com slash Mo dash Facio and, you know, donate as much as you can or whatever you can so we can finally get this field built. Can't wait to see it. Cannot wait. It'll be beautiful when it's all, all said and done. Just got to get there quicker, right? That's all. Thank you, man. All right. Black and gold vinyl club minute. We were going back and forth. I had a choice. It fits better next week. Probably fits better after tomorrow nights. So Bam has the floor, sir. What you got for us today? So what I decided to take is obviously this week we had a lot more people inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Some names that got inducted, I'm like, they've just been inducted now. I thought they would have been inducted a lot earlier than what they, they, they have. Like, for example, yeah. DJ Cool Herc. How is he not already in there? The Spinners. Um, George Michael, how was he not already in there? Link Ray. Uh, but Link Ray. Link Ray, right? yep. Yeah. But th this this year, I've gone with one of, the, one of the female artists that was put in there with a song that came out in 1983, an R&B soul slash pop song by Shaka Khan, Ain't Nobody. Because Ain't Nobody nice. loves loves us, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. It's correct. I like it. Good choice. Um, dude, her her intro, if you watched it, was was on point, too. Uh, I think it's on Disney+. Plus. Well, check it out. It was actually... Some of the show was pretty impressive. Some not so much. But, uh, yeah. Uh, her her segment was, was was really good, and of course Willie's Willie. So how did it take this long for Willie Nelson to be there? But yeah, he's there. This had to be ninety, but you know, prerequisites. Yeah, well, I like, guess. <laughs> like you also look at like Kate Bush as well. Like she, how she, she's just gotten in there this year. Um, Rage Against the Machine. Like yeah, like they're a fairly new band, being in quite early as well compared to other ones on the list yeah yeah well the spinners right you're yeah. like what yeah or or yeah you just the list you just look at the list like dude they waited way too long on these folks but yeah there it is um there's a lot more that need to 
be added. That's for sure. And that can be debated forever and a day, but we're happy. Uh, Shaka Khan's in there. Willie's in there. Yeah. It was a good list this year. That's for sure. All right. Black and gold vinyl minute. I like it. Good stuff. Let's move on. Of course, we would normally preview a match at this point, but there is no preview. We've talked about the schedule. We know what we have to do. We're prepared for three weeks off after learning our opponent tomorrow night. I think at this point, simply put, rest, people. Enjoy your weekend. It's Veterans Day weekend. For those going on cruises, enjoy the buffet. Enjoy the Mai Tais. Enjoy the fine mixed drinks. Blended preferred, right? Exactly. Also, I just noticed something starts tonight that if you need a football fix, go have a watch. The Under-17 World Cup starts tonight. Hey, there you go. There you go. Yeah, that's fun too. Now there's there's some future future stars to check out. Um nice. Nice. That's good. Um yeah, there's plenty of football when we're not playing. Internationals a plenty uh after this weekend, I guess. So yeah. Have fun with that. Um, I think on our end though, it, it's been a good one so far. I know it's a little shorter than we normally do, but hey. It calls for it. I'll just say this. Go watch the game tomorrow. See what happens between Seattle and Dallas. Um, let's hope for the best. And so I can see you all back at the bank. I call it the bank still. It's in my head forever. Ah, back at BMO. Um, I would like one more game at home at least before this thing's all said and done. So may the soccer gods agree. Sounds good. All right. So I guess it's final comments. I know. Already? Yes. Already. You know, we'll get a long one next time. So, all right, final thoughts. I'm going to Araceli first. Final thoughts. Well, very quickly, I actually want to add to the list of soccer matches that are going on this weekend. On Saturday, it's the NWSL championship game that's actually being played down in San Diego. It's um, OL Rain versus Gotham City. The game is at 5 o'clock Central, uh, Central, excuse me, Pacific time. I'm going through time zones here. <laughs> so <laughs> there's definitely a, a lot of uh, soccer to be watched this weekend, that being one of them. But otherwise, I mean, for my final thoughts, really, I just wish everyone a fun and safe, um, I guess, holiday weekend. Is that fair to say? With three weeks. So mm -hmm. I, uh, I guess I'll see you guys in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We'll figure it out for the next one. We're not in a big hurry, though. Uh, that's for certain. Of course, we know someone's going on a cruise and such and such, but uh, we'll see what happens next week. We'll see. Um, we're just happy we're on tonight with you guys and, and providing what we've provided and can't wait to talk. Again, we need another game back at home because we can have some conversations. Uh, all right, Tony, final words, final thoughts? Um, final thoughts until next pod is just have a safe Thanksgiving. If we don't see you till then, most likely we won't. <laughs> um, be safe out there. Um, have fun with fa family and friends. And yeah, uh, lead into BAM, of course, is uh, <laughs> as <laughs> Kikardi says, he's already got his little Caesars mapped ready and ready for a little uh for veterans day <laughs> but uh 
That was uh, so same for that <laughs> kind of caught me off guard. It's from a um, veteran, right there, people. We love very you. True. Kid. Um, <laughs> as I was gonna say, is just um, I was segwayed to make sure you check up on your friends and going to Japan for that one. Exactly. Like moving into Thanksgiving in this holiday season, it can be a really lonely and sad time for people as well so checking on your mates checking on your friends all that remember it's okay to not be okay mental health is important conversations can change a life whether you catch up and watch the nwsl final whether you catch up and watch the under 17 games like i know coming up in the first round you've got um mexico under 17 versus germany under 17 so you know that, that should be a good game coming up. Me personally, I'm hoping that um, New Caledonia wins a lot because why not? That they've made it, so let's go for these for these smaller teams. Um, just reach out to your friends, reach out to everyone, enjoy yourselves, and I'll see you when I'm back from my Disney cruise. There we go, Disney. You hear that, people? Disney cruise, summertime, summertime Disney cruise. That's right. He's having those ice drinks blended. Good stuff, man. I'm happy for you, dude. You've earned it, man. Loving it. All right. I guess it's my time to give my final thoughts. I think mine are pretty straightforward tonight. Um, thank you to all the veterans out there. It is impossible to thank them enough um, or to really understand what they've been through or what they've done for us. We just know that that we're lucky uh, to have people volunteer the way they have. Um, so thank you all. Uh, to the rest of the LASC fam, shout out to everybody who went on the road trip this past week to Vancouver and for a funny one there. I was singing them for the most of the match, which was cool as well. Um, again, one more reason we want to get back home again. We need to get, get our voices going one more time um, at a minimum because uh, that's how life should be. Um, and for everybody else, again, enjoy the extended weekend. Enjoy Thanksgiving if we don't get to you earlier than that. Um, like I said, we're not ramping up like, we're going to have a show next week. No, no, it's 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 if the team gets to rest, we get to rest too. Um, right? Ask Bam. Um, we get to rest too. So we will get back to you soon enough. We'll keep you posted. Check your socials. We'll be back. Um, yeah, I think that's that's where we're at. So have a good one, guys. Final word. Araceli. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. Bam. Stay golden. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over